Gutenherr Shabbos, talk a little bit about Yosef being misgala himself to his brothers. And we'll just start off with the way we ended in previous years to try to get a little bit of clarity. We made an observation already years ago that Yosef HaTzadik, when he revealed himself to his brothers, and this was the ultimate techacha. You have to know why this is the ultimate techacha, but this is the ultimate techacha. From all the places in Tanakh where techacha is given, and let's not forget that if you go through Tanakh, there's techacha given for Mamish Ritzicha. Hashem comes to Kayan. And he says, I have a lochicha. I mean, that's pretty stark at the chokh. You're talking about retzicha. You're talking about murdering a brother. You have the chokh where Nosan Anovi comes to Dovra Melech with Tainus. That Uriah got killed through him. And all of these places where sometimes Gedele Olam got the chokh, Chazal don't marvel at that Musa. The Musa that they marvel at is the Musa of Yosef and his brothers. Ani Yosef achichem asher mechartem oisei lebetzchayim. Ani Yosef ha'irovi choy. And that the Gemara comes out of Kohen Baudolo. Oilonu miyem adin, oilonu miyem atechocha. Woe is to us from the day of judgment. Because look, Yosef katnei shal shvatim. Yosef is the smallest one of the Shvatim, and the brothers were mooted. They couldn't answer him because they were so afraid. And that Chazal say, imagine us when we come to the Kisiyakot. So, Stam, what was the Musr? So, the Beis Halevi, famous Beis Halevi, explains with many other Bali Musr that the Musr was that Yehuda came to Yosef and saying, listen, Nafshik shur b'nafshik. You know, snafshik shur b'nafshik. And now, v'hoya kiroisa k'ena yelad v'meis. Now, now Yaakov is going to die if I don't come back with Binyomin. So to that, on that, to that, Taina, Yosef responded, and what about me? Ani Yosef ha'oido v'choy. Why don't you think about it my time? The Beis HaLevi says the Abish is going to go into your situation and show you how you yourself are inconsistent. You're going to come with a time like this. The Abish will point out your inconsistencies. Like the Medrash ends over there, the Rabbanisham is going to give you Musa Lachol Kemishahu, the way you are, meaning Hashem is going to show you how you yourself are inconsistent. That's the Elonim Yemadin Elonim Yemadikach. That's the base of explanation. To me, it always bothered me, the, the base Halevi's pshat, that the brothers had a thousand answers to that question. But the simple one that I would give? What do you mean? Well, Maisa, they made a psak din on Yosef, that he was Chayv Misa. Malchus, they made, they made a psak, again, Rightfully, wrongfully, correct, not correct. The brothers wasn't a hefkevelt. 
The brothers went and they made a Pesach Halacha. When you make a Pesach Halacha that somebody is high of Misa, you can't take into account the effect it's going to have on the relatives. That's the Abishness Cheshbainis. The Rabbani Shalom, Kela Muna Veinovel, so Chazal tells us that Hashem is unlike Lahavdul, unlike a Bezin Shomata. Bezin Shomata, if a guy is Chayv Malkus, he's Chayv Misa. The Rabbani Shalom doesn't say what's going to be with, the, the Bezin doesn't say what's going to be with the Baba, and what's going to be with his mother. It's Chayv Misa. What could you do? That's life. But, but the Rabbani Shalom, it's not like that. Every judgment is down to the mamish, to every single person that gets affected. That's why the Gemara says in Shabbos that Echom Bnei Chabur Shemais Yidagu Kol Somebody in a group dies, his whole his friends, the whole group, the whole circle has to be concerned because they're all affected by it, and that was part of the Rebbeinu Shem's message in Cheshbon when he did it. But in, in Bezdin Shomata, even the most sacred Bezdin. The best Nagodu should be Yerushalayim, right? They cannot take into account the relative's tar. So what's Yosef's tar to Yehuda? Ani Yosef Oiro Vichoy. What kind of tar is that? You want to have a tar that I passed wrong? Fine, so I passed wrong. But the inconsistency is very difficult to understand. I didn't understand it when I was 12. And I don't understand it today, and I'm a lot older than 12. I still don't understand the ba- this, the, what the Beis Levi is saying, that there was an inconsistency. If I was you, I would have said, Yosef, there's no kasha here. This is aloha from Bezn. This is aloha. Now this is not a Bezn. Chayv Mises Bezn. And the Mela, I, I, I want to I take his place. What's, what's the... I'm, what do you mean, yeah. No, but he, he's bribing himself. He's allowed to by a by a bezin shall not especially by a malchus like 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 you like like Mitzrayim. Yosef was entitled. Yehuda was entitled to appeal to the king. Please let me take his place. It's a gezel shenim satachas yarasor, like the Ramban explains. Let me take the responsibility from a Musa standpoint, that he's telling Yosef, that Yosef is telling you, that you didn't think about your father then? Then I no, I have no ability to, to think about it. I don't hear the taina. I don't hear the If Yosef feels he can't as a king be Michael, fine, so don't be Michael. Yudu was appealing to him, saying, if it's possible, your gracious highness, if I could be in the place of the lad, please, that's all. So you have a taina on me? That when I felt somebody was high Misa, I was going to give him Misa. I wasn't thinking about the, the Tata. Anyway, it's, 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 it's schwer. I think it's, a, it's very schwer. And it could be that there's a Daka Shebedaka. It could be that what Yosef was telling his brothers was, you didn't think about your father at the time. Meaning it wasn't that you, you can't change the judgment. But maybe the Taina, and as I'm just explaining, the way the Beis HaLevi understood Maybe the taina was, not that because of Yaakov you should have uh, apothered me, but did you think about Aoyedov Yichai? Did you think about it then? Or then it was just, let's get rid of him. So that's a possibility. But anyway, I want to try to give you another interpretation into why this was such an unbelievable Musa. 
one, uh, uh, this was uh, uh, an unbelievable Musa Shmuz, that from all the places of Tanakh, this is where Chazal zero and they go, just want to tie it in with the next thing. So Yosef tells his brothers that I'm you and this, I'm your brother. Yosef, fascinating Rashi. Rashi says, I'm your brother, says Rashi. Ani Yosef Achichem, Rashi, what's Achichem? He says, I'm still, I'm right now, I'm your brother right now. Right? The Achva is still the same. This is an unbelievable chazal. One thing you say, Yemoichel. You know, a guy comes to you before Yom Kippur, I'm sure you never turned the guy down. He came to you, Yemoichel. You say, Yemoichel. One thing you say, Yemoichel. But Yosef tells his brothers that just like the way I feel about Binyamin, the same thing you, there's no difference. I have no, not one drop of tightness. It's almost not human. Almost not human what Yosef told his brothers. But it's even beyond that. The Arachayim HaKadosh says, Unbelievable Arachayim. The Arachayim HaKadosh says on this, on the Pasuk, Ani Yosef, Achichem, Hashem Echartem says the Arachayim HaKadosh the following, V'somach loimar Achichem, Hashem Echartem. Why did he say Ani? Just say Ani Yosef, Hashem Echartem. Listen what he says. He says, it's hard to believe this. But, it, but it's the words of the Rechaim HaKadosh. Even when you sold me, that means at the moment they threw him into the pit, and then they pulled him and sold him to Mitzrayim. At that moment, I still had the same feeling of brotherhood. It's not a volume. How do we understand from a human perspective, how do we understand such a thing? That even at that moment, I felt the brotherhood. How is that possible? So as much as the everything is pointing in the direction that somehow Yosef was a malach, mamish a malach, but then it seems that he's giving his brother, he's giving Binyamin preference. If everything is all said and done, he says, I love you, and Mamish Kishem, I don't have no tightness on Binyamin, I have no tightness on you, and I love you, and, and, we're, but, and we're, we're best friends, and everything's Givalik. Meanwhile, he cries on Binyamin more. So it's true, Chazal find in this crying on the neck, not Stam crying, but it's actually talking about the Chum. And the Shiloh, Mishkan Shiloh, is going to be the Chalkeh Shal Yosef. Right? It's going to be eventually in the tribe of Yosef's section in Eretz Yisrael. And Beis Hamikdash, as we know, is be, the Beis Hamikdash is, is over there by Chalkeh Shal Binyamin. The Mizbeach is Mamish. The Chalkeh Shal Yedid. And they're both going to be Chorov. So Yosef and Binyamin were crying on, on the future of Klai Yisrael. Beis Hamikdash, they're going to be destroyed. I understand. If you're in the room and you see these two brothers hugging and crying each other more, doesn't have a nice appearance. That already looks more normal. All of a sudden we don't see the Malach anymore. So Yosef sounds like a Malach. But 
he's expressing different feelings towards Binyan. Now it's gift time. Right? It's gift time. You remember how kids when you get a gift? Hanukkah, who got the bigger box? And your mother says it's bigger, but yours is better. You know what I'm talking about? So I'm went through this. So now Yosef starts giving out gifts. And Binyamin gets Hamish Khalifa's smallest. Binyamin gets extra, extra pairs of clothing. Okay? With all kinds of lumbus. Plus he gets 300, 300 kesef. That the other brothers, he gets cash. Cash is always better. Right? Cash is always better. I remember as a kid, I used to tell it to my parents. Instead of buying me a gift and clearing whether you know what I like it or I don't like it, or how will you give me cash, I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. You want anyway what I want, right? So my father used to say, no. <laughs> I don't want what you want necessarily. I'll take care of the cash. Lemaise Binyomin gets the cash. So in that, there's a Gansalom de Shipshat, the Beis HaLevi. The Beis HaLevi, Al-Skid, if you want to know what the Beis HaLevi was, Al-Skid. So how, Chazal asked, how did Yosef give Binyomin extra clothing? And they give it Pesateretz with Binyomin Molchai, right? What happened with the cash? The cash is not answered. So the base, there's all kinds of things to the cash. The Beis HaLevi, Al-Skid, said, it's simple. It says, HaMoychar Eved L'Chutz you have to be poidim, you have to redeem him back ten times his value. What's the may have it? Thirty. Thirty, sh- thirty kesef. Ten times is three hundred kesef. Zok the base halevi. So all the brothers were high of three hundred kesef to, to, to Yosef. He was Michael then. Binyamin wasn't involved in the Mechimus, so he had to make it even. So the three hundred kesef that they owed him, that he was Michael for them, now he gave Binyamin. It was equal. Everything's equal. So fine, Akval de Gelondis. Pass for the base Halevi. But the bottom line is, Binyamin got the cash. Now, Fekhti Gemole, Megillah Tezayin, the whole Mechiris Yosef started with clothing. Rabbein Adal Makula. The whole Mechiris Yosef started with a, with a Xenus Passa, with a fancy jacket. And now what? Now you're giving extra clothing to Binyamin. So the Gemara says he was meramez to him that there's going to be a Mordechai. And Mordechai, he's going to be the one. He's going to save Yisrael. And he's going to go out with the garments of, 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 of kingdom, of royalty. He's meramez this idea to, Mord, to, 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 to Binyamin. No halom de but Lamaisi got five sets of clothing. Okay, so some of the Achmanim explained that it wasn't worth the same amount. It was, he took the value of the two, meaning he gave the brothers Italian suits, right? And Mamela, $500 Italian suits. And for Yosef, for Binyamin, he went to Krakow and he got five suits for what? Right? It's the same thing. He got all the same price $100 a suit. So, so your, Binyamin didn't walk away with anything extra. Lamaisa, he walked away with five suits. Lamaisa, he walked away with, from you, the Yeshua, the ghoul is going to come. That should just enhance the jealousy. Mordechai, he's going to come from you. In fact, Lufiani is the Ben Yoyoda, the Ben makes it more difficult. Because the Ben asks about the 300 kesef. 
Because the Gemara and Megillah only has about the clothing. So the Ben Ishchai says, and what about the cash? So the Ben Ishchai says, you have to be foolish to think that the brothers were ever jealous about an Italian suit. You think the brothers were jealous that, that Yosef had this dashing looking suit? The extent is possible. That's what they were jealous. They were jealous that Yaakov is, is giving him this begotten, it's showing something more. It wasn't the money. It wasn't they were jealous that, that Yosef has something that they don't have. It was the connection between Yaakov and Yosef that was expressed through that particular garment. Almost like a spiritual type of an issue. So if that's a if that's the so he says that's why the three hundred kesef the Gemara wasn't even bothered with. It's like the Maisim with Rabbi Kanievsky, the guy who wanted to buy a Lexus in Bnei Brak, and his wife didn't want him to buy. It. A famous story, right? His wife said people are gonna be jealous. You're driving around Bnei Brak. First of all, you can't even park the thing in Bnei Brak. There's no room. But I guess you, once you get a Lexus, you find a parking spot. But he he went. He wanted to buy a Lexus. His wife said they're gonna be jealous of you. So they, they, the, shy, the, the the story goes. They went to Rabbi Chaim. They made a show to go to Rabbi Chaim. Chaim started asking, did you make a seam on Shas? In your life? He said, no. Did you make a seam? Did, did you make a seam on a Masechta? He said, not yet. If I like to make a seam on Masechta. Chaim looks at him and he goes, you can buy the car. Nobody's jealous here. It's okay. B'nai Brak was jealous of seam Masechtas. Ralph, where's Ralph? Oh! And B'nai Brak was jealous of seam Masechtas. You hear Ralph? So you got to make a seam when you finish a Masechta party. So that, that, that's what Chaim said. So the, the Binyan Yoyad is saying a similar word. The Binyan Yoyad is saying, the Ben Ishchai is saying, the brothers are cash. The cash is meaningless to the brothers. That's not even to be discussed. The only discussion is the, is the clothing, what it represents. So in a way, in a sense, the way the Ben Ishchai is learning, it's Moshver. The Gemara's answer is Moshver. He was Miramist and that Mordechai is going to come from him, who's going to be Matzal Klai Yisrael. So now they should be more jealous. They weren't anyway jealous of the, of the money or the clothing. They were jealous of what it represents. So it makes it even more difficult. So the question is what's going on? What's the Pshat of it? So, Rabbi Yisrael, I think that the Pshat, you could say, is Gans Poshet. Gans Poshet. And it really, it answers many, many other questions as well. By me and Shul... Yankiv's father, where's Yankiv Schwab? Oh, Yankiv. See, just in the right time. So your father asked me a question a couple of years ago during Yom Tefir after Birchus Kainim. He said, he says, he says, Rabbi, I don't understand. In the Birchus Kainim, we say that we should be Lechenu, Lechesed, Lerachemim, like Yosef Atzadik, Bishoshel, Bishayov, of Ksen is possible. You remember your father's question? He said, you should be chen v'chesed the way Yosef was when his father put on the ksenis pas. So he asked me, chen v'chesed? Just opposite. When Yosef put on the, when, when Yaakov put on the ksenis pas on Yosef, he, 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 every you got jealous of him, they, they, they tried to kill him, they tried to throw him. What do you mean chen v'chesed? Why would we say that? But we say it in Brichas We say we should be lechen v'chesed like good cash, you know? It's a good cash. What's Pshat? I'm sure your father didn't listen to the Shia. <laughs> anyway, it's a good, it's a Kavaldic Akasha. So Shiloh's what's Pshat? So the Pshat, Rabbi Isai, is like this. 
You know, everybody says sometimes you have to see a picture, you have to see the bigger picture. Right? You have to see the bigger picture. If you look at a small, a small picture, you can have one perspective. You look at the bigger picture, you have a totally different perspective. Right? It's always like that. It's always like that. I've seen people by chasanas where there's, you know, there's little uh, mishaps. And the, the, the father of the chasan, the father of the kala, they're dancing. They're dancing for joy. Go into the inner circle when the, when the, when the chasan comes into the room and they're dancing. It's a lebedik. Mamish, the chasan just walked into the room introducing for the very first time. And they're dancing in the middle of the circle, Gavaldik. Somebody breaks their way into the circle, right? And tells the father of the chosen, you should know, your car outside. Somebody gave a little bang, there's a stickle scratch on the bumper. Hey, get out of here, don't want to be distracting this. Well, look later. No, but it's, this, could be, this could be $300 to fix. This is not a small thing. I'm dancing by my son's chasen. I care about the stupid scratch on a bumper. Right? The same mice happened to you a week ago in shul, and a guy came to you, right before Shmanesli, and Achnovar called me out of the Somebody scratch your bumper, that's it, no Shmanesli. No Shmanesli. You go outside. I've seen people do that, by the way. Middle of Milche. Check their car. Right? And they even have a good excuse. I can't daven. I can't be mechaven. It's also for me to daven mincha now. Because I'm going to be davening mincha thinking about my scratch on a bumper. So I thought, but by your son's chasna, you told the guy, get out of your face. I'm middle dancing with my son. What happened? What happened? The terrorist says, there's a bigger picture. I'm dancing by my son's chasna. I don't care about the stupid scratch on the bumper. I don't care. I was dealing once with a father in a hospital. That might have maybe close to 30 years ago. Okay? His kid was mamish between life and death. He had a surgery. In the middle of this, right after the surgery, Baruch Hashem, the doctor came out, the kid, Baruch Hashem, was well. The father, needless to say, was dancing for joy. He had a message on his phone. He had to call. It was an insurance company. It was a question that maybe the insurance company, even though they validated it, they realized there could be a mistake in the code. I was with the father when he got this call. The surgery, who knows what that surgery costs? I don't know. I can't tell you. But it could be a million dollars. Okay? He got a call that could be he's responsible. Now, if he would have gotten that call any other day of the week, that maybe, you know, it's not one of those messages, you know, you push your messages, uh, this is bossy, I want just you forgot to put the, put, the, put the ices in the freezer. No, this is not, right? You get a message. You may owe a million dollars. You don't just, that message doesn't, you faint when you get a message like that. I was with him when he got the message. Stop I'm telling you from a, another source. I was with the father. He got the message. The father looked at me and says, I couldn't even care less. My kid's okay. Whatever, we'll work it out, the million dollars, whatever. My kid's okay. <laughs> what does that mean? You see the bigger picture. There are moments of truth in life where you see the bigger picture. When you see the bigger picture, so then you realize that this is stupid. Yes, a million dollars. What do you mean a million dollars my whole life? No, it's not your whole life. Your kid's, your kid's life is your whole life. Because comparatively, everything, is, rel- everything is, is relative. Everything is relative. That's the pshat. Right? 
So if you look at, if you get a different picture, a different perspective, then things that you make, make you crazy, you think differently. It's almost like you're a different person. You're a different person now. That's a real person. That's not fake. That guy after his son's surgery, that's the real guy. That's when he's thinking like a real person. Every time a person doesn't have air, every time a person gets into machlekes, what do Chazal say? It's a ruach shtus. Did you ever see anybody do an Aver and call it a Ruach Shtus? What do you mean I have such a great Cheshmer? I'm angry at that guy. I could give you a list. It's stupid. It's a lot stupid. I have a great Cheshmer. Why I hate that guy? But the Mishnah says it's stupidity. It's a Ruach Shtus. What's the Pshat? Because you don't see the bigger picture. If somebody would look at it and see the whole picture and see what Machlekes does and He's affecting his chayi oilam. This is stupid. The terrorist is, you don't have the ability to see it that way. You don't look at the bigger picture. You look at the small picture. You're thinking like an infant. You're thinking like a baby. And male, if you're thinking like a baby, you could be like a baby. Think about it. A baby cries over a rattle. I always give this example. My children, when they were babies, and it's not because they were any different than any other babies. You take away a rattle, they start screaming. Okay? If, if Elio was holding a rattle and I pulled it away, he would go, Aah! why not? If he did, we'd say he's crazy. Because it's a stupid rattle. And not only that, if you were holding on to a, 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 a chocolate-covered sundae with fudge, which is a little better, it's a psyche, to give a krechts. But if I grabbed it away from you and you started yelling like a mishukinet, you have to get evaluated. You're an adult. What are you doing? The terrorist is, you have a bigger picture. You may feel like yelling, but you go, you know, I'm going to make a fool out of myself. That's stupid. I see the bigger picture. I'm not going to scream in the pizza shop because my ice cream fell down on the floor. Even though, yeah, I wish it didn't fall down. I'm not going, Aah! the baby does. You know why? Because the baby doesn't see a bigger picture. The baby only could see that the ice cream fell on the floor. The baby doesn't see, oh, I look like an idiot if I scream now, so he screams. The baby's not so strange. The baby doesn't have mental issues. Just doesn't see. That's all. Baby does not see. Yeah. When, when an adult has to go to the bathroom, he could be plotting. I've seen people stop in the, in the, in the rest shop on the highway. You see him walking from their car to the that looks like he must have been in pain for an hour and a half. He can't even walk. He's not screaming. He's not screaming. But a baby, did you ever see a baby that has constipation and goes, I'll hold it in. No! The house gets explodes. Because the baby doesn't see a bigger picture. So today I cry. I scream. I wake everybody up. That's the baby. That's infancy. That's infancy. That's seeing something small. If you see something bigger, that's Ruchstus. Chazal telling us every time a person does a chet, they're being oisik and chayi shah. They're giving up for a moment or, or what could be looked upon globally as a moment of pleasure. They're giving up chayi That's infancy. That's no different than screaming for a rattle. So you're an infant. That's the Ruch Shtus. That's what Chazal is telling us. That's the history of Ruch Shtus. The emphasis, 
that even Ruchnius, Rabbi Yankov used to speak about this all the time, even Ruchnius, you could bring it down, Rachmona Lutzlan, to an infant p- p- place. Rabbi Yankov made an tr- unbelievable observation. Rabbi Yankov said, if you look, Chazal tell us, Kina Seifim Tar Right? So Kina, to have Kina over somebody else's Torah is a good thing. That's a very good thing. For you to look at another guy in Beis say, ah, I wish I was able to uh, understand the Sugi the way he understands the Sugi. I wish I knew I made as many Siyumim as Ralph made. I wish. But that's a, that's a good Kina. That's not a bad Kina. That's a good Kina. It's a very good Kina. Yeah? So Bianca fast. So why do we find that Doyeg Adoimi was the scanner of David? He had jealousy of David. Because David uh, passed in the Shiloh, whatever it was. And because of that, Doyeg Adoimi lost his mind. And he lost everything. He killed out Noivir Akoyanim. He lost everything. He lost his Elam Hazi. He lost his Elam Haba. Also was Kina Seifrim. He was jealous that David HaMelechip is passed in the Shiloh. So Rabbi Yankif said a Gavald Gavart. He said... Spiritual things could also be physical. If the reason why a guy wants to be a boki and a mesecht is he should get a little more covet. So for him it's a physical thing. For him it's a physical thing. He, he's also looking at it for a moment of gratification. I want to know the mesechtas, I'll get covet. That's not eternal, that's stupid. That's the same stupid as you want an ice cream. That's the same stupidity as you want ice cream. Right? So, Doegar Doemi, the Gemara says in Sanhedrin, all of his Torah was menasaf of the Luchutz. It was external. What does it mean external? He didn't deeply appreciate Torah. The Torah thing was another tool for Dover Gashmi. Memela, when he perceived that, that Dover Amelech was getting covered, was outshining him in any way possible, he lost his mind. Because to him, his learning was also stupid. His learning was also infancy. His learning was about himself. About how he can get pleasure from his learning. How he can get covered from his learning. The male of him, his learning was also worthless. And the male of the kinna that you normally get from physical things, to him it made the same impact on the spiritual things too. It was no different. That was a Bianchi's insight into Doya Gadoimi. It's the same thing. That's the aside. That's the aside. And the emphasis is that if you look at something from a spiritual perspective, then there's no jealousy, there's no hatred, everything is from Hashem, everything has a purpose. When, when Yonason told David HaMelech, we learned about this in Sefer Shmuel, that I'm going to show you with the arrows, I'm sure you guys remember, I'm going to shoot an arrow, and if I say the arrow is beyond you, it means you should go run, right? If you look there at the Pesukim, it's Kedai to look at it again. Yonason tells David the following. He says, if the arrow is beyond, if I tell you the arrow is beyond you, it means you have to run away. But you know what he says? He doesn't say, because my father wants to kill you. doesn't say that. He says, you'll know, Teda Hashem, that Hashem is sending you somewhere. What does that mean? In Yonason's mind, it wasn't his father is running after David. This is all Hashem's game plan. Hashem now wants David to go over there. That explains why, how Yonason was able to love David, his, his chief competitor. Shaul Melech tells Yonason, I don't understand you. 
How do you love David? Your kingdom is in a garbage pail. The Democratic Party now is gearing up for elections because it's, it's only two years away. There's already like 26 people that want to be president. Right? Every mission that wants to be a president. Right? Now, the top, the last two contenders that it's going to be between the two front runners, if one of them dies, the other one will make a yomtiv. The other one will make a yomtiv. When it was Ted Cruz and Trump, Stalin remembers, what they said about each other, Rahman You can't even believe what they would say about each other. Ted Cruz blamed, I mean, Trump blamed Kidney's assassination on Ted Cruz's father. Maybe Rabbi, Rabbi Sabasin gives us some historical perspective on that. He says he can't. Rabbi Sabasin can't, nobody could. Somehow, Trump blamed the Ted Cruz's Alta Tata Nebuch, right? On, on, on JFK. JFK's assassination. I think that's what he said. And, and Ted Cruz, you know, now Ted Cruz was running for the Senate. Oh, you should have seen. He's such a great guy. He's a tzaddik. He's a tzaddik. He's a tzaddik. Givaldik. But when they were competing, when they were com- now they're on one team. When they were competing, who? Trump would have made a young diff if Cruz died. And Cruz the same way, even though he's a Christian, he believes pro-life and everything. Made a young diff. So Shaul HaMelech told his son, Yenisa, I don't understand you. As long as Ben Yishai Chayel Adom, you're the two front runners. It's either you or David HaMelech. Calls man should Ben Yishai Chayel Adom as long as Ben Yishai is alive. You're not going to have a kingdom. What are you doing? Yonason was living in a different world. Yonason wasn't living in instant gratification. Yonason wasn't interested in wearing a crown and getting some covet. Yonason was looking, what's Hashem's plan? There's a bigger plan. Klal Yisrael. That's the plan that Yonason was living in. Shilachacha Hashem, he tells David. Hashem is sending you somewhere. If you're living in that planet, you don't get caught up in all the day-to-day narishkeit. You don't go into the infancies, infancies of daily, of daily challenges because you're living in a bigger, a bigger picture. If the brothers would have elevated themselves at the time of the mechira, from the personal feelings they had, from the v'yekanu boyachov, then they would have seen a different picture. They would have seen David's aliyah l'tzarech klal Yisrael. Exactly the way Yonason saw it. They would have seen the bigger picture. But instead, the Torah tells us, there was Kinnah. And the Kinnah brought it down. Even though they perceived it spiritual, but the Kinnah brought it down to physical. Just like, brought it down to the physical. And that's how they were able to sell him. Yosef at Sadiq, like his great, like the descendant that came from, from the same Mishpoche as Yosef, also from Bnei Rochel, Yonison Anovi, Yonison Achavim from David, he looked at everything, everything is Hashem's plan. 
See, he tells his brothers, when you threw me in the pit, I was the same brother. I didn't lose sight of the bigger picture. I didn't lose sight of the bigger picture. The Medrash tells us that when Yankif came down to Mitzrayim, he brought down the Xenus possum, he saved it. And he put it on to Yosef in Mitzrayim again. Because at that point, the brothers reached a level where they didn't look at it as for the moment, they looked at it global. Nazir Echov. What does Yaakov Vinu say in the Brochus and Parshas Vayechi, next week's Parsha? That Yosef is the crown of his brothers. What does that mean, crown? Did you ever see somebody jealous of their crown? Look at that crown, it's so gorgeous, I'm jealous. It's, it's adoring me. You ever saw somebody look in the mirror, they're jealous of their suit? What a gorgeous suit. I'm jealous of this. <laughs> the suit is beautifying me. Givaldic. Givaldic. That's the reason why I ain't the Miskana Bibnoiva Talmidai. It's part of you. It's, it's you. Something like to be jealous. What's to be jealous? A fool would be jealous. Once the brothers looked, thinking global, thinking the Rabbanish from a soil, there was no jealousy to the Yosef. They looked at Yosef as a crown jewel. He's in the Zirachov. He's our crown. He's our crown. Once they reached that level, now there was a tikkun to the whole chet. That's the Elonu Miyem Adin, Elonu Miyem Because the whole Techacha of this world is do we live in Chayyoyim? Do we look at things long term? Or do we look at things short term? That's our, our travel through this world. Somebody would ask you, tell me in one sentence, what's the challenge you have in this world for 120 years? It's to look at things long term. You're a winner. If you could look at things long term, you won the war. You won the war. That's the Techacha. That's the Techacha. That's the Elonu Miyemadin, Elonu That's the Elonu Miyemadin. Once the brothers reach that level, now Yosef was able to tell his brothers, Adarabah, Binyamin, Chomesh Khalifus Malis. This was a tikkun. And I'll tell you even deeper than that, just I know it's late, so just one last point. The Medrash Rabbah says, it says, When they made a decree against Klai Yisrael, Homon and Achashverus sat in the bar and they drank. So that was like a, not like an extra punishment. It's like, you know, I'm going to, we're going to decree that this whole nation should be killed genocide, and we're going to do it in the bar. We're going to do it in the bar. So you know what Chazal says? Medrash Rabbah. Medrash Rabbah Esther says that HaKadosh Baruch said, Atem mechatem es Yosef. Mitoich achilu After we sold Yosef, we went to eat and drink. Vayeshvu lechalechem. Chayechem. That you're going to be sold to be the same way you sold Yosef. Mitoich achilu Who saved them? Mordechai, right? So it comes out, now we understand why Yosef was being Miramis to his brothers. He wasn't giving them a dig, the opposite. He was saying, we just now were Mesak and the Chet of the Mechira. Now by you accepting me, and accepting that, to look at things completely differently, now we fix the Chet. And from here will come the Gu'ulan Purim. The Gu'ulan Purim, the Tikkun to the Mechira's Yosef. And that's why he gave Binyamin the clothing that Mordechai wore when he came to be Mashiach Klal Yisrael. Because this is the Tikkun. Rabbi said, that's what we have to take home with us. We have to take home with us to be makabal on ourselves after going through this parasha. To think long term.
Whenever you're about to do a mistake, to make the wrong decision, just think long term. Think of that baby screaming over the rattle and think about yourself that you don't want to be that baby. And that'll, that'll change you, that'll, that'll put you on the right track. It's that way every shown bias. I always tell a husband and wife the same thing. They come to me in the middle of a huge fight. I tell them, okay, let, let's, let's cut through everything. Is it worth the fight? You're destroying your home. Destroying your children. You're destroying, you're destroying everything you have. Is it worth it? What are you fighting about? Is, is it worth it? 99% of the time they tell me, I'm right. It's, it's not worth it. Sometimes they're so deep in it that they, they, they can't even answer that correctly. But 99% of it, because whatever the fight is about, if you look at it, okay, what about my family? What about my children? What about my... It's always the bigger picture. It's that guy in the hospital and his kid got the surgery. It's the bigger picture. And the bigger picture gives you clarity. And the more narrow you look at things, the more confused you get. And if you look at something for a minute, you know you always have that meshuggah in the room that does something stupid. Somebody who doesn't look, doesn't look two inches ahead of them. In yeshiva, you always even have that kid in the class who doesn't, he gets thrown out every other day, gets suspended. No matter even when you're growing up in elementary school, a stupid kid, they call it impulsivity, whatever they call it, right? right? You look at him like, why did you do that for? It was so stupid. It was like, it was like a, a second of chutzpah. It's a second of chutzpah. For that second of chutzpah, the guy got suspended for a week. His parents came down and got there. He had, he had Gehenim for a week. It was really worth it. Itaka was a good line. It was a good line, and for a second, everybody But then the guy's like, I've had to that kid after a week of going through Gehenim. He's going to tell you it wasn't Kedai. But at the moment, he wasn't thinking. He wasn't thinking anything more than this line and, 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 and Danny's smirk after he says that line. And for that it was worth it to get a smirk. He said, I just got out of Donnie without doing trouble. A smirk. For that it was worth it. That's everything in this world is that way. Everything in this world. You never, you never grow past that. Your, 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 moment, your momentary enjoyments and challenges change in life. From when you're a baby and you want the rattle to you want your tanker truck when you're three to you want your, 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 your iPod when you're ten or today six. And then the chayena, the chayena, right? So you, your, your momentary challenges change, but they're always momentary. If you look at the bigger picture, you will always make the right decision. So let's be makabal on ourselves to look at things in Mitzvah Shem and Chayoylam, and that way we'll have a much better Chayishah. Lady became pregnant.